Moms. I'm Elizabeth Frago. And I'm Stephanie Donovan. And together we are Modern Domestic Moms. A podcast where we discuss our mama mania, sharing our perceptions and insights as we relate to you and the moms around us. So go ahead, fill your glass, and join in with us on the conversation. Because mom ain't easy. And you don't have to do it alone. Come Come sip with with us. us. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode... 30. Did you ever? No. You never thought, I knew she never thought we'd make it to 30. I, I mean, you're a force to be reckoned with when it comes to editing (laughs) these podcasts. I thought you were going to say recording. I'm like, no, it's your ass over here. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. I think that it's huge. That's a lot of episodes and we've talked to a lot of cool people. We'll celebrate at 50. Oh God. Well, I'm glad you're excited. By November, it'll be 50, I'm sure. (laughs) I know. Maybe a Christmas episode. I will be the housekeeper today. Mm. We love your feedback and your reviews. So please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review. Anything counts. Five stars is our favorite. But any words you can write, even emojis I hear they take, I mean, we will take (laughs) anything. anything at this point. Send us a starfish. (laughs) Just do it. Also, remember, we are always interacting with you on Instagram at mdmthepod or our email, moderndomesticmompodcast at gmail.com. And also, go see Elizabeth at the Modern Domestic Woman on Instagram and Facebook. Well, She's was... been You've been doing a lot of neat interviews with a lot of cool people. That's very sweet. Yeah, you're doing all kinds of wizardry over there. Yes, I'm revving up, ramping up to take over the world or just Fox Valley. <laughs> Um, we're drinking tonight. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We are drinking a, is it Apothic? The Dark Apothic. And it's a red blend from California, 2018. I recall this had some spicy blend. Yeah, we'll see if Dark we have the fruits. same reaction. We don't need to play the game, though. No, we don't Let's need to play the game. Let's just go straight up to drinking. Okay. We have a wonderful guest today, and you're going to absolutely love her because I love her. Let's say cheers to Debbie coming and being a part of our podcast today. So this is my dear friend, Debbie Weiss, and she is a local St. Charles business owner who has been dancing since she was a young girl. She attended high school at the Chicago Academy of the Arts as a dance major, trained in New York City, earned her bachelor's in dance from Columbia University of Chicago and a master's in biotechnology from Roosevelt University while dancing professionally downtown. That's like a mouthful. (laughs) She's like a maze. She's like a wizard unicorn. In addition to now sharing her knowledge and love for dance with others, Debbie is a single mom of two who balances business and motherhood, and we're so happy to have her here to share her experience on the podcast today. Debbie, officially welcome. Thank you. Yes. Welcome. Thank you for coming. So, list of accolades. Yeah. What a resume. So let's start with this, because not everyone listening to the podcast is going to necessarily relate to dance, and a lot of moms might feel like they have no past skill or experience besides, like, watching dance moms. and <laughs> Which I think is still on the TV. Oh, is God, I really? never watched. I think after she came out of jail, they, like... Oh, my God, she was in jail. She was in jail. Oh, yes. wow. Sorry, Stephanie. Can you talk to us about the benefits of dance, even if you're not, like, a dancer? Absolutely. So, I get all sorts of people from different walks of life 
people that are younger, possibly getting married, to just looking for a new hobby, empty nesters, people that are divorced or widowed, or just individuals. So all walks of life. And what's so nice about dance, what a lot of the feedback that I get from my clients when they come in or they've been dancing with me for a while is that it's not just learning dance. It's so much more. It's so uh, physical. It's Mm -hmm. so mental. It challenges them. It gives them this opportunity to step away from their life for, you know, however long they're there for a regular 40-minute lesson or a group class. It gives them confidence. Mm -hmm. It gives them their identity back. I was actually just speaking with someone and they were talking about that. They were talking about giving, getting their identity getting back? Getting their identity back. Yeah. So That's a big deep. part that I've been getting from COVID is a lot of people were forced to kind of, you know, hibernate, quarantine, and they, well, they were less active than they would have been. So maybe they stopped socializing as much or Mm -hmm. stopped being as active as they were or eating as healthy as they were. And they've gone through some life changes now. And now they want to get back to the way that they were before. And they don't, they don't necessarily know how to reincorporate themselves. And I think there's also that layer of Um, still being nervous to get back out and do those things so it's a really nice spot to feel safe I guess you could say because it's such a tight little community of people because you do lots of different yeah yeah tell everyone where Lux is okay Lux is located at 1 Illinois Street, Suite 120. So if you're familiar with the downtown area, we are across from Brunch Cafe, Kitty Corner to Moto Emoto. We're in the Fox Island Square. So right next to the Wine Exchange, Magnolia Spa, and Kimmer's, right? Even on the river, Cava Diem, we're all there in that same location. So I have to point out that the fun thing is, is that you could... Go dancing. Oh, yes. Get dinner. Do do a wine tasting. And, like, stumble around downtown St. Charles. You buy your soaps beforehand. Then you come and dance responsibly first. Then you go eat. Then you go drink. Then you go get your ice cream afterwards. And then you could go to the Arcata with us afterwards and work it all (laughs) out. See? This is, like, a fun date night, though. It is so much fun. So a lot of people will come out and they'll use it as their date night. Um, They use it as a new social network networking type of connection I guess you could say I get questions often of the age range and because everybody is kind of all over the spectrum age-wise it really doesn't matter they all just love to dance yes. and it doesn't matter if you're an individual or if you have a partner everybody dances with everybody not everybody has to dance with everybody but they have the opportunity to dance with everyone so the types of dances that I teach anything you need a partner for. So you're looking at all styles of ballroom, country, nightclub dances. And I do actually have a lot of clients that come in and want to do ballet bar. So I'm really up for anything. If I know how to teach it and you want to take it, call me and we'll make it work type of thing. Debbie's flexible. Yes, super flexible. And you know what? I had the pleasure of going to one of your events. Oh, yes. Where this super sweet gentleman whisked me off my feet. I'm trying to remember who he He had was. a mustache. Uh, like a... Yes. Oh, that yes. was Charles. He yes. was so nice. And I yes. am like not a very good dancer, but 
I feel like everybody there made you feel welcome. Yes. And that's a huge part of the studio itself. I want people to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and welcomed and like they instantly fit in. I know that there's a lot of anxiety about trying new things and people always tell me, well, I don't know how to dance. Well, that's why I have a job. So <laughs> I want them to feel at ease immediately when they come and in. And you do. You can feel it from the moment you come in, even yeah. if you're just observing because I just observed for a little while. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of scary. I, I was like, oh my gosh, these people were dancing so beautifully. Oh. And that, but it was, it was beautiful. And it was almost just beautiful to watch everyone dance. So one thing that I think is really cool about dancing with a partner is, I've talked to my gentlemen about this or my leaders about this all the time, is that you want to, your goal as a leader is to make the person you're dancing with feel comfortable and good about themselves. So I'm so glad to hear Charles did that for you. Oh, I love that. Shout out Charles. Yeah, Charles. He was amazing. Oh, you know what? I think I have a picture of me dancing with Charles, so I'll have that that for our podcast. We actually have an event coming up, so we have partnered with Club Arcada, and once a month now, Lux will be at Club Arcada upstairs. The floor will be completely cleared of tables, which is a really big deal up there, and we will have live music, no cover charge, open to the public. Anyone can come and hang out from 7 until 10, so our first one is this upcoming Thursday, the second, the amazing Diva Montel will be singing, and yeah, anybody can come, so you should come check us out. Is it every Thursday? It's not every Thursday uh, right now, but... (laughs) Where can they find the next one? Um, so on our website, we are waiting to confirm the last band for December, but we have our bands lined up. So a little plug, we've got Diva Montel for October, Good, Clean, Fun, um, oh. Tracy and Mike are going to be playing in oh. October, and then Jimmy Nick and Don't Tell Mama will be there in November. Love them. Jimmy and Nick is awesome. We have someone that we're working on for December, but I don't want to see it until they officially confirm. Okay, sure. So, yeah. So they can go to your so website. They can go to the website right now we're holding off on that graphic just until we can get that last band and then I'll post it but they can see it in the I think it's the group class section there's always a calendar posted there and it has all of our upcoming events so a big important piece to me is dance is not cheap and I want people to feel like they're getting their money's worth. So it's one thing to come in and take lessons and then you go out and you're at a wedding or you're somewhere where there's music and it's like you just have to jump and that's scary. So we have what we call Lux on location. We try to go out once a week to places like Club Arcada or Hotel Baker and um, just dance for the night. It's If you're available, we're going to be there. You can come. You can show up. Even if you're not a client, I've had some people that we just know in the dance community or who we get to know in the dance community, and they join us, and we hang out and listen to great music and support local businesses. So that's nice because I'm there, and the other dances are there, so there's that safety in numbers. Yes. And then the showcase. That's what you the showcase. Too. Yes. So we haven't officially brought back the showcases yet. We're waiting to do something really big like that, but we'll get there. But it's beautiful. And if you, I feel like that's the wonderful thing about it. If you take a class with Mm -hmm. you at Lux, then there's opportunity for you to actually actually use use it. So it's something you are 
getting your money's worth. Yes. Even if you come and you only take a few lessons, right, like a wedding couple, if they come in and learn their wedding dance, they can always fragment their dance and use those dance moves when they go to someone else's wedding. Or mm-hmm. I've had people say, you know, they're at the pool and the pool's playing music, so they start dancing. Or at an auto show, anywhere there's music, there's this level of confidence yes. that they have now. Instead of being the person who's watching everybody dance, now like you're the entertainment. You're mm-hmm. the person everybody's watching, and they want to do that. It's so. empowering. It, it is really like straight is. up empowering. It's exciting too because when we go out, the bands really enjoy seeing us. So they'll ask us when we're coming back, and it's like um, a thank you to them that we're dancing to their music, that people are getting up and feel inspired. Yeah, so it's just a cool it's so vibe. Much fun. Yeah, super cool vibe. I have such cool friends. So let's transition and talk a little bit about you, the woman, Debbie. Let's talk about Debbie. How did you land in St. Charles? And then when and like what prompted you to open Lux? Well, I have taught for a very long time. (laughs) I don't want to date myself, but um, I've always taught for someone else. And it got to a point where... I realized that I had a certain vision and I really believed that if I broke off on my own that I could bring that vision to life. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take the plunge. So I opened Lux almost four years ago. I know it's almost been four years. That's four crazy. years. And St. Charles, I mean, I live in St. Charles, so it made sense to stay here. The downtown area is amazing. It's so cute. So, and there's so much to do down there, so it only made sense to support St. Mm. Charles and see if I could immerse what I do amongst everything else that's going down there. And it's such an amazing community. Everyone is so nice. I think at the beginning it felt tricky, like how do I take ballroom dance and fit that into everything else that's surrounding me but it's worked you Mm -hmm. know from working with a museum to working with local boutiques restaurants other venues where they have receptions or live dancing it's been really interesting to interact with everyone and help give back to the community so i just think that downtown area too and not even just the downtown but there's this partnership of business owners Mm -hmm. i mean my good friend works for the alliance yeah and so it's just they're willing to work together in a way that i haven't necessarily Mm -hmm. seen in other communities what i love is that when i first opened lux Jim from the Chamber and Laura from the Alliance were probably the first two people in the downtown area that I'd really met. And they were just so friendly and really went above and beyond. And they still go above and beyond any way that they can think to incorporate Lux mm-hmm. into whatever is going on. It's And that's a testament to you as a business owner and to the Alliance for supporting new businesses mm-hmm. because it means that you're a creative entrepreneur. Right. If you can weave dance into people's everyday right. lives, I mean, that's amazing. And that yeah. I feel like that's what people are looking for. We're looking for experiences now, not right. just stuff. Right. Right. So let's go into being a business owner a little bit. What is challenging for you? I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of things, but what's the most challenging part of being a business owner? I think one of the things that is 
challenging for me or one of the things that like I'm constantly thinking about is how to evolve and always give more to my clients and to the community. So from the studio perspective, you know, it there was so much going on and then COVID hit and like everyone else, we got shut down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now it's tricky. Um, but we've come back. Lex has come back. How do we do things that everyone is comfortable with so that everyone, even if they're not participating, they still feel comfortable being a part of Lux. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a new area that I'm focusing on, but really giving them as many experiences as they can have. I mean, I've been immersed in dance my entire life and anywhere I've taught, I've always wanted to be able to kind of give that back. You know, you can do this, but there's so much more that you could do with this. So from that perspective, for my clients, I want them to be able to try as many things as they can. And then from the community perspective, Give back to the other businesses, partner with the other businesses. Like you said, find creative ways that we can do things together from. Remember when we saw each other when... Um, a jeans and a yes, keytap shop? Yes, yeah, they had yes. this um, fashion yes, show. Yes. And then during the fashion show, Debbie taught... Was it a salsa? No. Gosh, that I feel like that's just when we opened. It might have been... I, I think it might have been salsa, actually. So they did remember. this super cute fashion show with all like new, I think it was her fall. Was yep. it her fall? And then Debbie swooped in and like taught us a cute dance. Oh, that's fun. And then there were appetizers so and fun. drinks. It was like really fun. And yeah. those are the things that people remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's what it makes it special. Well, I think it's a good icebreaker too. Actually, one of my clients just reached out. They're having um, a barbecue. And I get this a lot. People that are having weddings. Um, and are looking for like ringers to come oh. and get people onto the dance floor oh, or wow. teach line dancing at the wedding so everybody feels comfortable coming up or just parties in general. You know, this client's having a, a barbecue and they want to bring a musician in and they're like, will you come and do some line dancing and maybe teach us some hustle? So it's a really great icebreaker. Any party that we've ever had, it's not like I everyone could come in not knowing anyone and by the end of the night everyone stands together everyone talks they're all so nice and personable dancers are just happy people yes and (laughs) it's just so much fun so debbie you're a single mom can you tell us a little bit about your kiddos and your current journey as a mom i'm not going to say how do you balance it all but holy goodness there's a lot going on between You're doing marketing, and you're updating websites, and you're teaching classes, and you're putting together events, and then parenting comes in to play, (laughs) and you're doing all the parenting things, so... Well, I have two sweet little sons. They are just the cutest little men ever. Um, I have Everett, who's nine, and Ethan, who's seven, and they're so sweet. They're such mama's boys. And it's interesting because when both of them were born, obviously that was before Lux, I was still teaching at that time. I was actually working on my master's after I had Everett. I was finishing up my master's. And 
it was interesting because I love being a very hands-on mom, like staying up late and crafting costumes mm -hmm. and just doing all of those little things to make it so special for them. And I was still teaching at that time, but when I had both of them, I took a break. So it was just so nice to be around them and then to have to transition back to teaching was interesting. But when the studio came around, you know, the first couple of months was just build out. So mm -hmm. it was, it, there wasn't much that was involved because I was doing things, but I could be around them. I could multitask while they were with me or they were at school. And now it's because I'm the owner and the, the only instructor. Mm -hmm. And I love that. But at the same time, yes, it is a balancing act between them, which they're my children, so they always come first. But then my business, which I have weathered the storm of the past year and a half and trying to, you know, keep it there and strong and yes. rebuild it. So... I'm very fortunate in a sense that the boys are very helpful. They've always been from like Everett being a like a little baby and wanting to help do laundry or help vacuum or when the dishwasher wasn't working, like brought his tool chest downstairs and <laughs> was like knocking on it, trying to fix that dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very fortunate that I have this amazing office space that they come and they hang out with, like yeah. like I was saying every so often I'm like oh my gosh my clients can hear them but I also have amazing clients that have always said they know that I'm a single mom and if there's something that you need to do like the children come first we will reschedule they have all been so understanding and so amazing so I have these goals and these aspirations to get to this certain point with the studio and I feel like I'm really close to that but then there's always you know there's that mom guilt that never goes away mm -hmm. that's always telling you you're just never doing enough anywhere yes. so trying to really balance and I really think it's not even a day by day it's an hour by hour like minute by minute mm -hmm. managing and I love the fact that I like to do those things, manage and make lists and accomplish things. So that really helps. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it's important to just stress that hour by hour thing. Because yes. we don't have to, I mean, as much as I'm a control freak, I realize that I don't have to know exactly right. what I'm doing minute by minute the next yeah. day. Let's just focus on what's happening today. Right. So that that is a healthy outlook, I think, just to tackle what's on your plate like right, right now. now in the present. I think I realized that very early on with the business because I love to accomplish things and get things done on my own. I really like being able to say that, you know, I did it. Mm -hmm. And with the business, I started to realize during, you know, build out and things of that nature, you have to ask people for help. And so it's not just what can you get done? It's what are they getting done for you? And it's, it, you know, I had to step back and just say, this is where all the cards are falling. Mm -hmm. And we're good with this, it's going to get done. So adapting, being adaptable is really huge. It's doing? a constant push and pull. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to, you know, yes, of course your boys come first, but like a, your business is a priority too. Yeah. You don't always have to pick. It's like what needs you sometimes at that moment, right, right. you know? Well, and I think it's important to show them that I opened this business for a reason and I want them to look back and when they're older and say, look at what our mom did and she was able to do all of these things and hopefully that will instill 
certain traits in them, certain good traits in them when they're older and they have to accomplish things. It, it totally will. And I can already see it in them because we are friends outside of, and <laughs> you know, your boys are, they're very strong. They're super oh, creative. They're kind and considerate to others. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Okay, so we have to ask because your background is so interesting. Like that biotech just pops out of nowhere. What on earth compelled you to get this master's in biotech? How did you have time, first of all? And second of all, what do you do with it? So um, I went to the Chicago Academy for the Arts, but I've always had a love for math and science. And so I went, I got my undergrad, I tried to go the traditional route when I was a freshman in college, like I'm going to become an actuarial scientist, right? And um, I missed dance so much I thought that I would still find time for dance and I couldn't find time for dance. So I earned my Bachelor's of Arts from Columbia in dance and while I was there I took quite a few anatomy and physiology courses and I just really loved you know when you dance you become really aware of your body and what it's doing how it's feeling that sounds so philosophical but uh, I really enjoyed that so I knew I wanted to go back and get my master's in something and I actually went to Roosevelt I was pre-med so I was going to go to medical school and I went through, I did all the post back work because transferring in from a dance major, I didn't mm-hmm. obviously have any of the requirements needed. And I was working on my master's in biotechnology and then I found out I was pregnant with Everett. Oh. So I was actually put on bed rest for 20 plus weeks <gasps> and I had to retract all of my applications and... After I spent so much time worrying about, you know, him, Mm. I couldn't imagine going back and now going to med school. A lot of people do that, and I give them a lot of props, but I could not because that situation was so scary and touch and go. So I went back and I finished my master's, and I had been teaching that entire time. So dance was kind of my job outside of school, and... It just got to the point where I was applying for jobs in the science field, and this opportunity arose. I mean, I was working at another studio that I could get very involved in. You know, it was go this way or go this way, and Lux just blossomed. But I use that degree on a daily basis. Do you really? I do. So... It's so much fun because I often, well, I always ask my clients if they don't mind telling me what they do for a living or what they've done. And that really helps me, you know, adjust the way that I'm teaching specifically for them. So I get a lot of engineers, a lot of scientists, a lot of doctors and nurses, a lot of musicians. I mean, teachers from all different walks of life. And All of them learn differently, you know, physically, verbally, mentally, however it is that they learn. I can then take what they do for a living and kind of twist it into how I teach them. And it helps so much. Isn't that brilliant? They talk about that a lot. So I always love it the most. (laughs) I have one couple. I actually have a few couples, but um, Fran and Sharon, if they're listening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She is a 
well, she was a nurse, and he used to be the superintendent for D303. Oh, wow. So he was a math teacher. And yeah. they come in, and I can talk, like, medical stuff with her, and then I talk about, like, derivatives and integrals <laughs> when I'm teaching him. And it totally makes sense to both of them. I love that because it's constantly challenging me to adapt the way that I'm teaching. I get that a lot. How can you say the same thing over and over again, you know, day after day, month after month, year after year. But I always have to fine tune what I'm saying because it works differently for every single person. So that's a fun challenge for me. I love that about Debbie. And before I met her, I never, I, and I have interviewed a lot of people and several dance instructors or dancers and nobody has ever talked about that and that is just that's amazing and that makes Debbie such a beautiful dancer and makes her such a great teacher yeah it's not that just you're giving them the dance like it's about the dance you're bringing the dance to them yes and talking in their language to them and it's very important again for me to feel like whether they stick with me and I have a new client that just started and she said, well, how many lessons do I take before like I go on my way? And it's really up to you. But a lot of my clients have been my clients for, you know, six, seven plus years now. It's just what they do. And it's not just about memorization. Mm-hmm. I really have to understand these things thoroughly because I'm going to be responsible for people once I get past this. So when I have clients, I it's the same sort of perspective now with dance. When people come in, everyone says, I don't know how to dance. I'm so uncoordinated. I wasn't, like, I didn't come out dancing. I had to work really hard for it. So I want them to know that they can be smart dancers. I love that. I say that all the time. Every form has a function, especially in partner dancing. The leader is doing something and the follower feels that and responds to it. So you have to understand what you're doing or how to interpret what your leader is doing. Otherwise, it, you're never going to get anywhere, right? I can teach you a thousand figures, but you're never going to be able to remember them. Mm-hmm. You have to understand why you react that way. So being able to talk to them like in their common language mm-hmm. makes that so much easier for them to retain. Okay, now we're going to talk to, let's talk directly to the moms yes. who are listening. So why should moms come to Lux? Even if that means um, they're coming by themselves right. and they want to dive into something new. Like, right. tell, tell me why I should come to Lux. So one thing that I realized after I became a mom, right? I had been dancing my entire life. And then I became a mom and my life became all about my little men. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, So I've taught all forms of dance, just to backtrack. So I was classically trained initially. And when I officially transitioned out of classical dance and went strictly to ballroom, I really started to realize that I could still be me who I was before I had my children and still be me as a mom when I'm with my children. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge thing. I think it's very empowering to come in and feel like you can maybe revisit a part of yourself that you haven't seen in a long time, that you have time to yourself, Mm -hmm. time to feel like fun and sexy and like those things all over again when we go out 
dancing. You know, people come to the studio, maybe they come from work or from the gym. So what you wear there, you know, will vary. But if we go out, I have some clients now that they'll dress up. Like they always, Deb always comes out in a dress, you know, like you spend so much time as a mom putting the spotlight on your children, which mm -hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it's <laughs> so nice to feel like the spotlight is put back on you for a little bit. Right. And then you can just, you know, close that door and come back to it and go home and you're with your children again. But And then in addition to that, it's, again, so good for you physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. You get to meet other people. You're learning something new that you can take with you for the rest of your life. So, but I think that individuality portion is what speaks to me the most because I went through that too. Oh, I love that. And you have, in case somebody's nervous about getting started or not sure it's for them, you ha offer an introductory lesson. I do. So if anyone is interested in coming in, I always, um, I always offer a complimentary introductory lesson, which is 40 minutes long. So you can come in, meet me, see how I teach, get a feel for that, see the studio, where it's located, and make sure that it's a good fit. Because I want everyone to, I mean, you can't be 100% certain, right? But I want them to be <laughs> fairly certain that this is something that they want to do. Because it is a private, uh, private lesson based dance studio so my all my clients purchase lesson packages mm -hmm. so before you make that purchase I want you to feel confident and I would say come and maybe meet us out somewhere or come and observe a group class because then you get to meet a lot of the other clients as well and I love my clients because the studio is what it is not just because of me but because of them as well mm -hmm. they are so welcoming and you know there's always you just have to rip the band-aid off or just step over the threshold mm -hmm. and once you do it I really I've never had an, an experience where someone has not been hooked you and, know you know wow what? yeah like I think about the one experience that I had with you all the time oh. no maybe it's because I'm in I'm a dancer you're a dancer <gasps> in your heart your it is and you know what shout out to your space because oh, your you. space is amazing it does look so amazing it's gorgeous it's thank fancy you. it has a feel can you describe it yes when people call sometimes they're very nervous mm -hmm. and they don't want anyone to watch them while they're there and even though you know we're right in the middle of that unit it's surprising to me how very few people actually like stop and just it's a pocket, it in. It's yeah. a pocket. Yeah. everyone knows where it is so it's but it's not like included and yes quiet. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i mean during the holiday season, like if we're doing something, you know, for like a party after the electric lights parade or, or everybody, it's open to the public, then yes, it's something's clearly going on. But on the average day, you know, um, people are only taking lessons, you know, a couple or an individual with me one at a time. Mm -hmm. And then group classes obviously come after or before those. So there's a sense of um, quietness and privacy yes but what I really love about this space is that I think it has a really nice blend of female yet masculine so it's not it, it 
appeals to everyone. Yes. So it's big and it's open and it has exposed trusses and beautiful, you know, the, the beams that are original to it back when, what was that building? I think it was the light bulb factory. Oh, it no. wasn't. Oh my gosh. The piano factory? It was not the piano factory. Piano factory is the building behind That's it. That's right. Yes. I'm okay. pretty certain it was the light bulb factory. Wow. And I've had, like when I was doing build out, I had these monstrous fabricated mirrors that I think are like four or five feet wide by nine or ten feet tall they're gorgeous and the gentleman that made them for me when he brought them in he brought all of his firefighter friends and his dad was saying how they used to use that building for like drills and things of that nature so it's really interesting to see I think it used to be a cigar shop it used to be part of the wine exchange at one point it was um, a cabinet boutique before I moved in so we gave it a full makeover and it's very simple but exposed bricks Exposed wood. Yes, a cool uh, very space. minimalistic. So and the chandeliers. Can we just yes. talk about the chandeliers? <laughs> um, can I tell you, just so if there's anyone out there that does not know how to put a chandelier up, um, <laughs> I thought when they arrived at my house, I could like pop open a bottle of wine and just sit there and watch TV while I strung <laughs> all the little crystals on there. Uh, that's not the oh case. So each one of those chandeliers has over a thousand crystals on them, and I have three of them. You have to have someone come and install it electrically first. Yes. Then you put the bulbs in, and then you have to get up on the ladder with your white gloves and hook every single crystal for like a week my neck was stuck oh like this. my gosh so they were a labor of love but they are they're gorgeous, gorgeous. they're gorgeous wow I'll never they're do that beautiful. again but no. no they're gonna be there forever <laughs> yeah no matter <laughs> that's what that's not one of those things you can like take down and just put back in the box to transfer no. somewhere else <laughs> okay so you did say this but i'm going to ask it again because i know moms are thinking it mm-hmm Let's just get really real for a second and pretend that someone, let's say me, has like no grace or rhythm. They may appreciate dance, but they're like, I can't do it. So what about those moms? You know, how can dance be for me? I'm not a dancer. I've never danced. You know, the most I did is like my wedding. How can they feel comfortable trying it or what can you do for them? Like, can you be like a zero beginner and walk in that studio absolutely so learning dance is like learning a new language right or learning how to play an instrument there is a method behind all of it so when you come in it's often great if you have zero experience because you're a fresh slate Mm -hmm. and we just work from the bottom up so you start learning little pieces like little letters in the alphabet and Mm -hmm. we can string those together then to make words to make sentences to make conversations and then before you know it it's really not about the figures that you're learning it's about following and what's so nice about following is you don't have to think at all you just follow whoever's leading you so you you don't have to have any knowledge of dance. You everyone comes in and says they're uncoordinated. You know, they have no rhythm and they all walk away saying how shocked they are that 
there's such a process behind it. And that's why, you know, for my brain, math and science and seeing patterns works so well. And if that doesn't work for the person who's coming in, there's always another way to talk about it. I think my clients think I'm a little crazy sometimes with my <laughs> metaphors that I use, but they also, because they're crazy, they stick. So well, and that you can really envision helps. it. Yes. It's just yeah. a different, yes. because I find dance to be very, it's gorgeous and beautiful, but like so intimidating. But after I've heard Debbie talk about how she teaches people to look at dance in a different way and to listen to their bodies, yes. that makes it less intimidating because Debbie is like an amazing teacher. And there's no just one right way to do it. No. Right. Right. There, and there isn't. What you're, if you think about it from the perspective of if we both learn a language together, the way that we use that language is going to be differently. We're going to say things slightly different. Our conversations are going to be slightly different, but we can still communicate with one another. So it's very similar to that. I also look at it from a perspective of none of us were moms before we were moms and we were all terrified to be moms. Like you're sent home with this baby and now you're (laughs) responsible and you don't know what to do and it won't stop crying. Right. And you don't know what that means. So you figure it out. Like, you figure it out as you go. Dance is the same way. Like, it might be scary at first, but you try it, and you adapt to it as you go, and I kind of guide you through it, and things stick, and it just makes sense then, and then you thought you couldn't dance, but you really can. Oh, I love that parallel. Yeah, that's genius. That's brilliant. So, let's talk about self-care because we like to incorporate in every episode it's just helpful to get someone else's ideas for those things and self-care can be a lot of different things but what do you do for self-care or what are some of your favorite ways to self-care it doesn't have to necessarily be about dance but just what are some ideas that maybe some moms can take home with them so shockingly, I thought you were going to say hanging chandeliers. Oh yes, yes. I <laughs> Your know hanging chandeliers professionally. Hanging crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so sorry if I have a friend that asks me to help them. The answer will be a firm no. Um, so even though I'm on my feet and heels all day, oftentimes multiple times a week. I work out still. I do like short little workouts, but I try to do one every single day. It's just a nice way to step back and feel like all the focus that I'm putting into my clients when I'm teaching them, then I can step back and just put that focus onto myself. Mm -hmm. That's really important to me. And I try to hold myself accountable. Even if it's like the crappiest workout, at least I accomplished it. So at least once a day I can say that I did something. I love to read too, even though the majority of the time I fall asleep and end up rereading the same page over and over again multiple times. But I do really enjoy reading. Obviously, I love spending time with my children. So we watch a lot of movies, which I also fall asleep during, which there's a trend here. I like to sleep when I'm not doing anything. But you're also very crafty. Yes, very crafty. I love being crafty. Love thinking of, we're working on Halloween costumes and they're not really giving me too much idea wise, but I'm excited for that. I'll have to pull something out last minute. Crafting, I love cooking and I love baking. I love making everything from scratch. I'm not a huge fan of the cleanup afterwards, but that has to get done. So I really enjoy that. 
it might sound crazy. We might have to edit this out, but I do love the occasional trash television. Just sitting there, not having to think about anything, is actually really nice. We have whole episodes about yes. that. Favorite <laughs> trash TV show? Oh gosh. Or what was your latest binge? What was my latest trashy one? Latest binge, I do love a good Dateline episode. So I have, and I sent you that little meme thing. You did. uh, Some people think I'm crazy because I was just talking to my mom about this. No one thinks you're crazy here. No one thinks that's crazy. I love a good Dateline episode. Like when on Friday nights when Dateline in 2020 Mm -hmm. do not have their new episode, I mean, that's what I do. And do you get 20 minutes in and then you're like, I've seen this one too. Yes. (laughs) Every time. Are you telling me there are no more murderers anywhere and we can't come up with a new Can episode. I mean, I think I've watched every Dateline hour, two hour murder mystery. Like, they try changing the names no. of the season, and it doesn't matter. It's just, you just put a new face on it. I've watched every Snapped there is. Ooh. So, you know, I do The best love... show was 40 Hours Mystery, and yes. it's not on anymore, because you really know. didn't know what was coming. You really didn't know what yeah. was coming. Yeah, those now, are, are you really like a Dateline watcher from like years back? Oh, yes. Okay. This is like, this has been an ongoing thing since Good. before children. <laughs> Good. So let's say like a couple years ago. Yeah. I love to talk about this. They had some sort of like interns in the office where they were like, we need to engage the people while they're watching. So they a little box would come up in the corner and it would be like, yes. But it would be the stupidest question you could ever imagine. And I was, like, befuddled by this because they would be like, and then they found her diary and she's confessing to these killers. And they'd go, do you have a diary? And we're like, what the hell is that? Why are we asking these questions? I'm focused here. We're not talking about my diary. No, and then it was the dumbest questions ever. And I would literally respond and say, who is asking these questions? (laughs) Stephanie is on it. She's on Twitter. (laughs) Thank God they stopped. So I might be a little crazy, and I often put it on in the background when I'm doing things. So if I'm doing the dishes that I don't want to do, I will have it playing in the back, and then I have to restart it and, like, sit down and really watch it. Yeah. Um, often I will have a glass of wine <laughs> when I watch it, and I get about 10 minutes in, and then I fall asleep holding the wine. I have perfected, oh, no. the, art. <laughs> I have perfected the art of holding red wine. It is, like, in there, and then I wake up about three hours later with a horrible kink in my neck. I have not moved. The wine has not spilled, but now I am sad because I have wasted a glass of wine, and it, like... One, two, three o'clock in the morning, you can't chug the wine now because you have responsibilities in the morning. Why so, don't you just pour that back in the I bottle? I guess yes. <laughs> the next day. That takes a lot of precision. We're connoisseurs here. We're professionals. Yes. So it's very repetitive. I do love a good nap every now and then. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love naps. Like, where did those go? Yes. Well, those are good. Yeah. So where can people find you, find Lux, luxdancestudio.com? Yes. We did say that one. Yes. You're on Instagram? I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. Um, I'm not on Twitter because I really don't understand it. So. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? Just pick one or two and be good yeah. at those. Yes. <laughs> That's the marketer yes. in me. Instagram and Facebook. Yes. But really, like, come in and experience it. Just stop in. Just stop in. You can just stop in. Come I'm telling people someone. to just stop in yeah. at your business. <laughs> yeah. Just don't stand outside and look through the window. Just come inside, sit down, watch the people dancing. They're all used to it. So... 
they all did it at one point so it's a really good time it's so much fun come out to those events any event if you don't feel comfortable coming into the studio maybe right away come out to an event and meet us yeah just maybe feel the vibe yes it's so much fun well, Debbie, we love you. Yes, this is really fun. This is fun. Yes. Well, we thank you so much for coming and spending time with us. We love promoting local business and women and moms, and you are all of the things. You're just a great human being. Thank you. You ladies are amazing, too. Thank <laughs> you. So cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers to us. <laughs> cheers to moms. We'll see you again next week.